Welcome to the Lovecraft Tales, a brief fictional interlude to tide you over until the next episode of the Lovecraft Tapes. Enjoy. Shit! Man down! I repeat, man down! Heston's hit! Bullets are screaming at us from every direction. We have to take cover somewhere. God, what do I do? What do I do? No. Breathe, Williams. Remember your training. Breathe and focus. <sighs> Assess your situation. What's the problem? Okay, we're under fire from an unknown number of enemy assailants from an unknown direction. Heston's injured. Need cover. I scan the horizon. Two o'clock! Two o'clock! Ten meters! We got a hole we can cover in! Move! 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 I shout to the rest of the squad. We take Heston under his arms and drag him into that hole faster than I've seen any of these losers ever move before. Baker! Radio base! We're gonna need backup and evac! Stat! Roger! Don't have to tell me twice! Baker replies. The hail of bullets intensifies, coming at us from all sides like non-ending deluge of lead rain. All angles, everywhere, no escape in sight. We take turns popping up, taking a shot or two towards the distance, ducking back down. You know, they try and prep you for this in training, but to be honest, I don't think anything could have prepared me for a situation like this. And just when I thought it couldn't get any worse, that's when everything goes to shit. You see, among that barrage of sound, I hear a very distinct crack, snap, sizzle, and watch as the dirt behind us explodes into a small cloud, adding to that ever-growing bullet-driven dust storm around us. No. No, 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 no. Sniper! I yell, trying to hide the panic in my voice. Hit the deck, stay low! We all drop like a ten-pound sack of potatoes. Mansfield, I need options, now! Sir, it seems we've been pinned down, he replies. I will no shit, Sherlock. Maybe you want to tell him that we're being shot at, too, interrupts Carson. Mansfield shoots him a shut-your-ass-up stare and continues. I'm not sure there's much we can do, sir. Who radioed base? We need that backup yesterday, I shout as I pop over the rim of the hole to try and pinpoint our long-range attacker. The ground explodes just to the left of me. Shit, fuck, bitch. Oh, not doing that again. Hey, sir, chimes in Baker. Base just called back. Says it might be a while. Hostiles launched some sort of treeway. They got calls coming in from all over, and we are not high on their priority list. Right at the lip of the hole this time. Not good. Oh, God. What the hell am I doing? I was put in charge of these men's life, and... Here I am, on the brink of getting them all killed. What asshat thought I could command? Why is this happening to me? Why is this happening? No. I have to fight back against these oncoming waves of despair and hopelessness. Why? Because someone has to. And I'll be damned if I let anything else bad happen today. For the next few hours, we fall into a stable, if sickening rhythm. Up. Shoot. Drop. 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 
Up, shoot, drop. Hey, sun's setting, sir, Baker shouts. Temp's dropping and we're going to get cold fast. Yeah, well, on the bright side, says Carson. Bright side? You think there's a bright side to this? An enraged Mansfield screams. What the hell is wrong with you, Carson? We're all going to die here in this godforsaken hole, and you're talking about some bright side? Whoa, 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 I say. Nobody is dying here today. Not on my watch. Carson draws a calming breath. Uh, Look, we must have gotten the worst sniper on this side of the desert. I mean, come on. How many hours have we sat here and this guy hasn't hit anyone? I mean, come on. He couldn't hit the broad side of a book. We watch as the hair on Carson's head ruffles in the wake of a passing bullet. What the fuck? Carson screams. Equal parts shock, surprise, and fear. Uh, Hate to keep the bad news rolling, boss, but we're almost out of ammo, and Heston ain't looking any better, calls Baker. He pulls a grenade out of his belt. Look, I know no one else wants to talk about this, but if it comes to it, I'd rather die in this hole than be taken alive and captured. And if they get too close, I'm pulling the pin. Nobody said anything, because nobody had to say anything. We all understood, and we were all thinking the same thing. This is where we make our stand. Oh, on that bright side Carson was talking about, I learned today that I'm not one of those sit-still-and-be-patient kind of people, so uh, I got that going for me, which is nice. You know, I'm sick and tired. No more sitting on my ass, no more praying for someone else to rescue. Bullets are running low, our morale is running even lower. This is your time, Williams. You're gonna have to do something. Look, do we have any idea where that bastard could be? Mansfield? I ask. Well, if I had to take a guess, I'd say he's probably on top of that berm about 150 meters out at your 11 o'clock. Now or never, Williams. Uh, who was it? Uh, Bon Jovi, I think, who once sang, I don't want to live forever? Well, I'm pretty sure he did not mean it like this. I can't take this anymore. Cover me, I say as I grab my trusty M16 and stretch. What do you think you're doing, Williams? Asks Carson. Have you fucking lost it? We have little to no ammo left. A man who's close to death and no sign of help. Boys, today you learn that sometimes a man has to take his fate into his own hands. Baker. Grenade. Now. Uh, uh, yeah, but what if if you don't... Do not say anything. I respond through clenched teeth. Quick. Before I change my mind and come to my senses. I rip the grenade from his hands, holding it close. On my mark, you guys are going to pop up and give it all we have left. I'm zigging right, zagging left, and I am beelining it to that berm. I'm going to slide up under it, lob this grenade up and over. When it goes over, I want you guys to book it for the house over yonder. Better cover, more open area nearby, better chance for a helo to land for extraction. Do not follow me. That's an order for all of you. I take one last moment to look over my ragtag squad. Stuck in a hole, tired, dirty, almost defeated. Cold speed, sir. 
says Mansfield. God don't want nothing to do with us out in this hell-forsaken wasteland. Ready, boys? I crouch, ready to spring and run for my life. Three, two, one, now! 90 meters. Left, right, duck, slide, roll, up, go, 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 scramble. Oh, God, I feel like in one of those video games I used to play, only, you know, it's not as much fun as I thought it would be. 75 meters. Oh, the hail of bolts from the hole seems to have temporarily distracted the target, at least. <laughs> 50 meters. Shit. Seems he noticed my approach. Keep it up. Legs moving, Williams. 40 meters. Over halfway. Lungs are burning. Legs feel like jelly. No turning back, no giving up. Come on. 25 meters. You're almost there, Williams. I begin to feel like I'm not even there anymore. Like, I'm at a distance, watching some sort of sick movie, staring myself. Oh, I want to give up, I want to go home, but I can't. Not with my men on the line. No. Not ever. Ten meters. Grenade out, Williams. This is it. Pull and throw. Pull and throw. I slide. Checkmate. I pull the pin on the grenade and lob it over the berm. The frantic screams from the other side tell me that I've hit my mark. You know, I can't tell what they're saying, but I'm pretty sure they're swearing right now. God, these five seconds seem like they're taking forever. I'm waiting. I'm counting. I'm waiting. Maybe I'm just counting too fast. I don't know. This whole thing is just... Oh, God, why hasn't it gone off yet? Is it a bad grenade? Maybe it's a bad grenade. I... And that's when it exploded. Dirt everywhere. The screaming from the other side almost beating out the ringing in my ears. I know my job isn't done, though. I take my M16, stand tall, and charge over that berm, screaming obscenities at the f***ers on the other side. And I start to open fire when the world around me goes black. Huh. You know someone's screaming. Poor bastard, I think. Then I come to realize that sound's coming from my throat. My eyes snap open wide. I expect to see the roof of a cave in a desert or a mountain of dead soldiers piled on top of me, but no. Instead, there's just a sterile white ceiling and a stringent odor of alcohol assailing my nostrils. (coughs) This is heaven. (coughs) I want a refund. I croak. The words barely recognizable from my dry, parched mouth. No such luck, boss, says Carson, sitting on a chair in the corner. You're just in the hospital. What? Uh, Who? Where? When? Oh, don't forget how. Uh, Then you'll have the complete set. Mansfield pipes up from the other corner of the room. Uh, You see, sir, we didn't quite listen to you. Uh, Maybe it was the constant fire that we sustained doing some damage to my hearing, but I'm pretty sure you told us to follow you after you made it over the berm. So once we saw you charge up and over, we all popped out of the hole and uh, followed right after you. Good thing, too, because we found you on the other side out cold. Turns out one of those nasty bastards had survived and cracked you up the side of the head with an AK. You were out cold and they were about to put you down for good. Needless to say, that fucker's waking up uh, somewhere else. 
Uh, just without those 72 virgins he was promised. <laughs> hey, get some rest, sir, Baker says. This mission ain't over yet, and we're gonna need someone as good as you if we have any shred of hope of making it out of this hell hole alive. We'll be here for you when you're ready. I close my eyes and drift back into an uneasy, restless sleep with dreams of firefights and grenade blasts. Just a little too close for comfort. The Lovecraft Tapes is copyright 2017. For more information and sponsorship opportunities, please send email to podcast at thelovecrafttapes.com.